This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1337, brought to you by Wintech. Today's tip features the Horses in the Morning crew, along with Dr. Loving from Colorado, who explains some must-dos when it comes to winterizing your barn. But before we get to our tip, I wanted to thank Wintech for sponsoring this episode. Longtime Horse Radio Network fans know that I'm a big fan of Wintech saddles. I've been riding them in them for about 20 years now. Whether I'm eventing, showing in dressage, or fox hunting, or hitting the trail at an endurance competition, I know my saddle fits my horse and it's going to hold up to the toughest conditions and look great doing it. You may be wondering exactly which saddle do I use for this varied group of disciplines? Well, Wintech makes saddles for every discipline. That's how I have several. And Wintech doesn't sit on their laurels. 2019 brings even more innovation to the saddle range, so head out to your local tax store and have a sit-in one. Or you can contact your favorite online retailer, arrange a test ride, or check them out online at wintechsaddles.us. And now, on with the tip. Dr. Loving has been on our show before, and we always appreciate it. Loving Equine Clinic in Boulder, Colorado is where she is. She's also an author of her book, All Horse Systems Go, the Comprehensive Veterinary Care and Conditioning Resource. Uh, It's in full color. It just covers all facets of horse care. Also has authored the books, Go the Distance for Endurance Horse Owners, Confirmation of Performance, and First Aid for Horse and Rider. So basically, when you break your horse and your yourself. You can read that book. Um, well, we were going to talk a little bit about winter prep because those of us, Glenn, not included that now live in places that have winter, uh, he's in Florida. Now we get to learn a little bit about things. And I don't think there's anybody that would be a bigger expert than somebody that lives in Boulder, Colorado. Hi, Dr. Loving. Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Have you guys had snow yet? It is October 9th. I hate to say this, but we're about to have a foot of snow tonight and tomorrow at 8 degrees. So people are listening. They need to get on it with their winter barn prep. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing we're having you on to talk about it then. So what are some of the things that you would do to start to get your barn ready for winter? Well, there are quite a number of things that are important for animal health and also for preventing accidents. And one big one that I think people overlook is how important ventilation is and good air exchange in the barn. And I'm afraid that some people tend to close up their barns at night and lock in all the microbes and um, noxious fumes that come from uh, urine-soaked bedding and all the ammonia that comes off of that. And also, if people didn't know, manure tends to release a lot of endotoxin, which is part of the uh, bacterial cell wall that comes out with the manure, um, and it also causes respiratory problems. So one thing to really work on is to make sure that you have good vents and if you have to put in any kind of filtration systems or um, air ventilation systems, this would be the time to start since, you know, we've got another month or two before it really gets to the heart of winter. Uh, Another thing is to keep the horse's immunizations up so that they're 
up to date on their respiratory vaccines like influenza and rhinopneumonitis. So that's a good starting place. Um, there are a lot of different other things that are important. Uh, make sure that you have a place to compost your manure away from the barn. Make sure that the hay is covered well uh, so it doesn't get wet and then cause mold. So these are just some basic features of keeping the barn area and environment as healthy for the horses as possible. So question, and this is something that I, I think of every year. People love to blanket their horses, myself included, because I have thoroughbreds and, and a lot of them get really, really cold. And right. I, I've got, you know, the, the different types of blankets for the different temperatures from what I've experienced here and there. But, you know, a lot of people don't have the option, like they live at a the horses live at a boarding stable. And so they'll blanket their horse at night because it's going to get down to, you know, 30 degrees. And the next morning they might not have the option to take it off until later in the day. And I always felt like the, the horses, is it better for them to be unblanketed all night long or get warm in the afternoon, the next afternoon? Well, it, some of this depends on if you've shaved your horse or not. If you don't shave your horse and they grow winter coat, they really don't need blankets. And, you know, around here in the Rocky Mountains and on the front range of, of, of the Rockies, I tend to tell people if it's above 15 or 20, you don't need to blanket that horse. He's got, you know, provide plenty of hay um, as roughage, and that warms the horse from the inside out. But if it's going to get down below that, you might want to blanket. And, it, and if it's going to get that cold, the next day is likely not to be that hot until, you know, later in the morning. And so that should give you an ample opportunity to get out there and remove the blanket. Some barns will let you pay for a blanket um, service, if you will, where the help puts the blanket on at night and takes it off in the morning. So that's, that's one way to um, help with that situation. The other thing is um, I would urge people to, just before winter, to get their blankets cleaned and have safe places to hang them in the barn where the horses can't run into them in the aisleway. But you definitely want to keep those blankets hygienic and be sure to wash all the soap out because that can cause irritation to the skin. I, I love the fact that I have these uh, this barn that I built and I put the blanket racks on the door so it can slide back and forth. And then I also had the above, you know, there's no, like, the horses can just stick their heads out. What I didn't plan on was my two-year-old, whatever stall she's in, she will reach out and take the blanket off of the blanket bar and pull it off and throw it in the middle of the barn now. So it constantly looks like I just throw crap on the floor. I'm like, I didn't do it. It's her. <laughs> I thought that was so smart. I was going to have this open plan and all this nods, whatever. So <clears throat> that is unusual though. Not most horses. Most horses don't do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> You got me. Lucky me. So uh, the other thing I, I wonder about is I just moved here from Arizona and this is going to uh -huh. be my second winter, but my first with the barn. Uh, but how, what temperature, at, at what temperature is a normal average horse that does not live in Colorado? Uh, what, when it rains, what temperature makes them cold? If they're wet. Well, it depends on the time of year. So, uh, yeah, you probably didn't have a lot of rain in Arizona. But um, if they've got a fur coat, you know, a pretty good hair coat, then they, that shields them quite a bit from getting chilled. But if the problem that we see is in the spring when they start shedding 
and then around here we get the, the rain that turns to snow, and they're soaking wet, and, it, and even if it doesn't turn to snow, the temperatures drop precipitously, and they get really cold. So it's nice if they have a run-in shed, and if that's not available, then if you know the weather's going to be inclement like that, you go ahead and put on some kind of like a polar fleece with a Gore-Tex sheet over the top of it. So there are ways to manage this, but I don't know that there's a set temperature per se, but just know that if your horse's hair coat is shedding out or hasn't grown in yet for the winter, they're going to get chilled. And again, you keep free-choice hay in front of them, and that helps warm them from the inside out. So if a horse is shivering, uh, Mary, our listener, uh, I'm talking to you, she says that the horse is shivering is a good thing. To me, I don't want to shiver. Like, I don't like shivering. So if the horse is shivering... Yeah, shivering is a way for the muscles to be activated to to generate heat. And so if the horse can't walk around and move, this is the other way that the muscles start to move and, or, and that generates heat. And so that's a normal process for any mammal to shiver. It doesn't mean that they're totally comfortable, but it's also not a bad thing and it can, it can help them stay warm. But it does burn calories, so then you have to compensate for those calorie losses by feeding more. So I just I need to shiver more and <laughs> then I'll burn more calories. Yeah, shiver more. Okay, yeah. got it. You learned nothing else. Really, Go ahead. I want to bring up one really important thing about barn prep, and that's the water system. And most people have either tank heaters or they have electric water systems. And you want to make sure that those, first of all, that the electric wires are covered with something a horse can't bite into because they'll electrocute themselves. And the other thing is you want to make sure that there's not a short in the water, because even the slightest short will cause those horses not to drink, and then you have all kinds of health problems, like colic. So um, if everybody could pay really close attention to their water systems, you know, however they use them to keep the water wet instead of frozen, um, make sure that the horses can't get electrocuted and then they don't get shorted out. So what do you, you personally use in Boulder, Colorado, to, for your horse's water? Um, Name the brand. Yeah, well, my horses have always lived up in the mountains and without shelter and um, with a a stock tank. And I like the stock tank heaters that go all the way to the bottom so that the electrical, um, the the coil is down in the bottom of the tank where they don't access it. And then I run the wire through a PVC pipe and then run it out to the uh, corral into an electrical outlet where they can't reach it. And I find those work really well. They have thermostats on them. So that's what I've used always. That's amazing. There's so much science in it. Um, So anything else you want to leave? We're coming into winter. It is starting to get cold. You guys are going to get snow. What is the one most important thing you would like to to communicate? (laughs) Oh, all these things are important. Um, (laughs) The one must do. The one one most important thing, the two most important things are uh, your water systems and your respiratory health. And the respiratory health also includes, you know, keeping mold out of your hay, um, good air exchange wherever, you know, turn them out more and have them living outside as much as possible. Uh, Don't lock up the barn, keep the windows open and keep the doors open for ventilation. And also I I would urge people to, you know, check your gutters and drainage systems so there aren't icy spots where you can slip and slide and fall down and your horses won't fall down. And Perfect. Keep your tractors in working order. 
It's true. It's true. Uh, so where can people find you and all of your books? Um, the books are available um, on Amazon and as well as uh, Trafalgar Square Publishing. And um, I hope people will take some time and read some of these this information. There's a lot there to learn. Dr. Loving, Nancy Loving, Loving Equine Clinic in Boulder, Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us. I've got some work to do. And good luck with the storm tonight. Okay. We'll think about right? you yeah. out there shoveling the gates. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, everybody, and have, you, have a great winter season. All right. Well, that's about a wrap. You can find links to today's guests and more tips at horsetipdaily.com. You can download the app. Have all of your favorite podcasts from Horse Radio Network with you wherever you go. Go to your app store, search Horse Radio Network, download it today. It's free and easy to use. Help others in your circle of friends who don't know how to download apps on their phones. Gently take their phone from them, download the app, and show them how to use it. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show.